Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. It's that time of the year again, folks. Uh, holiday season, holiday cheer, holiday joy. But unfortunately for many, it's the highest stressful two months uh, out of the year. So why is that? But the bigger key is that how to have a stress-free holiday. Because right? we're going to go through the holiday season. Why not have it stress-free? So we've compiled a few questions on why people get stressed out during the holidays, what we can do about it. And for those individuals who are new, uh, my name is Masajati. I've had two near-death experiences which have you know, elevated me to a higher level of consciousness because I see things from, well, that side, side that I visited, came back. So I see things very differently. I see things at a higher logic order where there is, is no exception to the rule. That's the level of logic that you want to take a look at. Down at this reality that we are, nothing really makes a lot of sense because there's always exceptions to the rule. Again, the reason why there's exceptions to the rule is we're not at the higher logic levels. Okay? Once we get to the higher logic levels, things make a lot of sense. And then once they make a lot of sense, well, we're more congruent. Once we're more congruent, we're happier no matter what happens out there, especially during the holidays. So we're going to get into the physics of why the holidays are so stressful. And then also new tips and ideas to help you go through the holidays, not just stress-free, but then learn and expand and grow from the holidays so you can enjoy the rest of the year or the beginning of the new year in a very different state, a more abundant state. So we'll just jump right in as we usually do. Oh, before I forget, there's going to be a free meta-healing. Now, meta-healing, for those who are new, is that where I guide you into a deep state of meditation. Okay, And if you're successful in meditating, if you're not successful, it doesn't matter. I guide you into much deeper states than normal meditation, NLP, hypnosis, yoga, or anything that you've done, or even walks in nature, okay, in a very quick manner. Okay. And then I help you awaken your deeper, abundant self. So I help you reprogram yourself at your source code, or if you want to call it your spirit level, whichever way. Uh, I'm more of a computer guy, so I'll use source code. Okay. It's more universal that way, and then we remove you know, spirituality and religion, all that stuff that well, fogs everything up. So uh, the link to that is mas, M-A-S, dash, sajadi, S-A-J-A-D-Y, dot com, forward slash, stress-free holidays, all one word. So that is mas, dash, sajadi, dot com forward slash stress-free holidays, all one word. Now we'll jump in. And if you've noticed through the holidays, originally it started as a religious holiday, but now it's turned into, well, more of a marketing status, more, you know, shopping, getting gifts and so on like that. It's very simple back in the day, but even back in the day through the holidays, well, uh, and again, no offense to any particular religion, whether it's Christianity, uh, Jewish, or you know any other uh, religion or spiritual value that practices or celebrates around this time. 
Um, a lot of it is through paganism. A lot of the rituals, especially Christianity, is uh, is a derivative of paganism. Fortunately, when it's a derivative of paganism, it doesn't blend in or pull through the pure frequencies of what the religion is supposed to be. So right off the bat, right, we've got what thousands of years, uh, namely 2019 years uh, of that time of, say, that religion or of uh, Jesus' death that has blended into, say, a ritual blended in with paganism. So a lot of rituals around Christmas, uh, not the brightest, not the cleanest. So that in itself binds you into a deeper state of well, darkness, uh, stress, anxiety, because when we're in stress and anxiety, what do we do? We reach out outside of ourselves to say, stay in control. Uh, and as we reach out to stay in control, we grasp onto anything. And then as we grasp onto anything, some of those concepts or belief systems that we grasp onto are not the purest frequencies. It's like holding on to a friend that isn't the best for you, right? You're holding on to a consciousness. Well, that's not the best for you. And that relates to many things that we go, well, it's because we don't have any money. It's because, you know, we're going to go back to the family that we never liked in the first place. It's because of, you know, we feel like we're not good enough. All those things, again, the top level reasoning is of what I just talked about. Okay? So we're going to get into the logistics. So, so you might think, well, what the hell? So that's the reason. What am I going to do about it? Right. So first, let's go through some of the logistics on some of the commonplace say, situations and what you can do about it. Right? And then again, uh, a meta, meta healing uh, to get totally around it and, and be the best possible self through the holidays. So um, one of the questions is and by the way the questions was called through going through the internet and seeing some of the top stressors for the holidays okay uh why is being around family during the holidays so difficult for so many people now there's a surface level reason for that right uh that you'll see on the internet so if you google that question why is uh, why is being around family during the holidays so difficult for so many people you get a lot of surface level reasons I'm not going to explain that. It'll take way too much time. And again, you can find that answer other places. I'm here to give you the top-level answer. Okay? By the way, what you see on the surface-level answers, it's not wrong. It's the correct answer, perhaps, at the level that they're seeing the solution to or they're seeing the problem. But as Einstein puts it, you can't solve the problem by finding a solution at the same level. Yeah, that's why we have to go much higher levels to solve the issue. And this is way beyond, say, surface level issues or, or analysis. So the reason why EI, exponential intelligence, the body of knowledge that I tap into, the body, body of knowledge that I've called, uh, that I've labeled exponential intelligence, although it's been around since the beginning of time and space. Okay. The logistics or the physics that this reality is created from is what I would call or label 
exponential intelligence. Again, I didn't dis uh, I didn't create it. Uh, I just I didn't even discover it. People have been using AI. I've just formulated and brought it into say a clear perspective that we can understand uh, at say uh, maybe a more common or conscious level. And that's where this the knowledge comes from. Uh, again, why is being around family during the holiday so difficult for so many people? Think of family as a reflection of who you are. It's a mere reflection of who you are. If you think of who you are, you are the sum total at the time of birth, or what I would say, you're the latest software version of your family lineage at the time of birth. So you uh, are, uh, again, your mom your dad's representation of them. Okay? Your mom was her mom and dad's. Your dad's was his mom and dad's, right? And so on and so on and so on and so on, all the way back till the beginning of your family lineage. So you are, again, the latest software version of the programming. So you're the latest version when you were born. From that point on, you add on your programming or your history basically adding on your stuff right, on top so, so when you go back to family values family structure especially if you've pulled away from it okay, especially if you're say awakened you start to see that your family's messed up right and what do you do you try to pull away. In your teenage years, for example, you're quite awakened because you want to pull away. Otherwise, it'll solidify into you. So um, as you go through the holidays, it's the same process as you being a teenager, right? You see your family structure. You see your mom and dad. And then what happens is that you don't want to end up like your mom and dad. So you try like hell you go, no freaking way am I going to end up like mom and dad. So you try to break free in your teenage years. But then, unfortunately, you try pretty much everything. Not pretty much everything, but you try a lot of things. Uh, if you would have tried EI in your teenage, you would have broken free. But again, most of us didn't know the concepts of EI back when we were teenagers. So by the time we're mid-twenties, thirties, what do we do? We fall back into our family value structure. Uh, again, health, relationships, uh, wealth, uh, spiritual connection, or that higher order. If you don't believe me, take a look at the way you get ill. The way your body shapes is uh, the way your relationships are. Even if you are, say, the opposite, <clears throat> you came from a poor family, now you're wealthy. Or you came from a wealthy family, now you're poor. Right? Because you try to break away, you try to be different. But you still look the same, you still have the health issues, you couldn't get that far down to disconnect. EI helps you do that, by the way. However, you did something at a physical level, a lower level consciousness, to find a solution for what ails you? Say you hated your family value structure because they were wealthy or poor. You did the opposite. But it's just a complementary consciousness. It's the same value structure. It's just the opposite of it. Hence, the same value structure. So you didn't get away from it. You just found a different way of being in the same 
it's a whole. Okay. So with that in mind, when you go back every year, and even if you don't go back, say you're older, but as a child, you've gone back enough times where you recall memories. So as a child, uh, there's enough memories or history in there where this time of year rolls around, you naturally would tend to remember or get affected by family value structure, even if you don't see them. That's another way of pulling away from them, although you haven't because the consciousness that you're in or you operate from are from, well, how you grew up around the holidays. Simple as that. Think of it this way. Uh, think back of, you know, I don't know, a chocolate chip cookie, smelling a chocolate chip cookie. It'll probably bring you back to the first time you smelled the chocolate chip cookie, right? Same thing with this. Christmas time or the holidays roll around, it'll bring you back. It'll, for a lot of people, because it's so family value structured, no matter how old you are, when you go back to visit your parents, your family, what do you do? You know, you're 40, you're 50 years old now, you're even 60. You go back to your family value structure, say that around the time that you left them, say you left them around, you know, around when you were 20. What do you do? You go back, you act like you're a 20-year-old. They see you as a 20-year-old. You get forced to act as a 20-year-old. And as you do go back as a 20-year-old, what do you do? All that shit that happened around your 20s, all that stuff comes out. A lot of people don't want to remember what happened when they were in their teens, younger, right? Because of abuse patterns, distortions, a lot of lies that you figured out as you grew up. So who the hell wants to go back to that? Who the hell wants to go remember some of the stuff that you try to escape from in the first place? So just like that teenager that wants to escape but can't, you get forced to get back into the holidays and it forces you to see yourself for what you've become. Think of that. All this time you've tried to separate and you come back. And then you see your mom, you see your dad, you see your uncle, aunts, all that stuff, and you look at them and it's like, shit. I'm looking more and more like them. I'm getting the same issues as them. And then what's even worse, at a subconscious level, unbeknownst to you, but at a spiritual level, it dictates you understanding what your future is going to be like. So whatever age you are, you see your mom and dad, you see them older, and again, you're running pretty much the same or similar patterns, even if you like it or not. Uh, unless you, say, broke away at a high-level consciousness, and again, most people in society haven't. You go back and you go, holy shit, that's what I'm going to turn out to be. And again, they could be nice people, they could be bad people, it's not the point. You don't want to be like anybody else other than you. Your natural programming, okay, right down into every cellular structure, down into, say, every atom that you have, is on individuality, being your, your best possible self. You can learn from your parents, but you don't want to duplicate your parents. Evolution doesn't work that way. In the animal kingdom, although many say animals might look the same to us, they're very, very different. They have different markings, different scents, different whatever. 
but because they look very similar, the reason why for that, and this is just a takeoff now that we're in it, is because they are being, say, the best possible animal that they could be. So the best possible version of a gopher, a, a lion, or whatever. That's why they're similar. There's, there's a lot of similarities between lions and so on. Right? To us, they look very similar. But to them, they look very different. Because right? we can't tell those nuances. Again, they've purified themselves. So they almost look identical. So if humans were that of that nature, we wouldn't look as identical, but you know, still be Chinese or African or whatever, but it would be the po best possible version of the Chinese, Africans, and so on. But again, evolution doesn't work that way. That's another podcast. Jumping back to uh, the holidays. So as we come into the holidays, as we come into uh, the mere reflection of who we've been so far, and then well, our future stresses it out. But since nobody knows that at a higher level, we think that, uh, like in the holidays here, stats, uh, people think that uh, it's because 69% of people are stressed by the feeling of having a lack of time. That's bullshit. Not a lack of time. 69% are stressed by perceiving a lack of money. That's bullshit. Uh, 51% stressed out about pressure to give give or get gifts. I'll go into detail about that. But those are the surface level issues that we have. Right? The top level issues I just talked about. It filters down to you not having enough time and having enough money. Because of the consequences or the consciousness or something that you can latch onto and go, boom, that's it. Let me give you an example of coincidences. Right? Say you hear a loud noise, and then, I don't know, some strange thing happens. A blue car passes by exact same time you hear a loud noise. You associate the two very dissimilar events. You hear it. You hear another uh, a loud noise. Coincidentally, another blue car passes by. You'll go, shit, for every blue car this loud noise happens, or vice versa. Same thing happens to your family structure as well, right? So you go, every time the holidays come, uh, I feel like I'm running out of money. Again, that may well be. It's not that it's not true at the level. It is true because you can't buy enough gifts. You can't do this. You can't do that. But the underlying structure is the money patterns that you have from the family value structure. Even those individuals who are, say, have plenty of money, they still get stressed out with the money because, well, they're buying gifts that for people that they don't even like for most of the time. Or they have grudges against them. Again, those are higher level uh, layers of reasons why rather than the surface level layers. But still, there's a higher level function. You want to get away from the family identity. And it's not that your family is bad. I'm not saying that at all. It's not that you need to separate from them. I'm just saying that there's a lot of bullshit between when two people come together, right? There's a lot of filters. There's a lot of garbage. So you don't even see the other person. You're just seeing the other person through, you know, distorted lenses. You're seeing through, you're seeing them through all the stresses that they've gone through, all the divorces, all the addictions, all the abuse patterns. You don't see the real individual,
And in family value structure, obviously it's more personal. So when you see each other, what do you immediately as you walk into that door? What do you think about? All the times that they've, they've wronged you, all the times that they've stressed you out, all the times that they could have treated you differently. How does that set you up? And then you force a smile. Right? You force a hug. But every time you do that, and it's bullshit. I'm sorry if I use that word, but I just wanted to, to, to emphasize it, to wake you up. Every time you do that, right, and you're not true to yourself, what happens is that it just embeds that deepening void in you more. And I'll give you tips on how to give proper hugs and so on. Um, some of the some of the things too is that there's a myth that suicides increase during the holidays. Right? Uh, statistically, or by numbers, it doesn't. It actually say it gets lower. But on the flip side, anxiety, depression, skyrocket during the two months. Uh, and then on December 23rd, 24th, are considered two of the most deadliest days of the year for car accidents. Right? Why do you think that is? Bad driving, maybe road conditions, sure. But in my book, it's just another form of, say, honorable suicide, where you just don't want to, you know, go or end it all, right? But you just can't stand to see what or who you've become. So you find another way, an honorable way to end it all. And then people will feel sorry for you then going, what the hell happened to him? I thought he was okay, right? And that might sound, well, kind of too far out. But if you look at the statistics, again, the statistics, most people die on a Sunday or a Monday morning. Why? Because they hated their job so much. They hate their life so much. It's not, it's like, oh no, not in more of that stuff. So the highest days of the week to die are Sunday nights, Monday mornings. Same thing here. So think about it. Uh, although, say, suicides peak during springtime. So what happens there is that, you know, you wake up, you see all the darkness, you start a new year, you go, this time it's going to be different, you set your New Year's resolutions, and then by the end of January, you can't get away from it, again, just like your teenager years, and then year after year after year of holidays, and then what do you do? Ah, uh, you go, shit, I can't get away. So, suicide's pig. At least that's the way I see it. Or that's the way Eon sees it. So, to combat all that, a lot of people would say bye, try to be their best possible self, right? They want to be their best possible self to show their families that they've become something. they become somebody. So, sometimes they overspend, right? They go all out to impress uh, their families or whoever else that they're inviting to. So, hence, holidays often result in financial stress. Uh, so much, say, gift-giving, everybody out, tries to outdo the other person, right? Again, the surface layer is 
what I just talked about. The deeper layer is what I talked about earlier. Holidays are often defined over uh, by overindulgence. How can people best maintain health and balance through this time of year? Uh, by being aware. So I'm going to give you the five tips, uh, or it could be more. Uh, I'm just seeing five. So, so when you go through the holidays, okay, when you're a kid, do you know the holidays are like very magical as a child, uh, and then transition into becoming something to get through for many adults. So why does that happen? Let's put you into that magical state as a child. So the reason, underlying reason why that happens is that it's not because, well, you grow up, you see reality and all that. <clears throat> um, the cycle of children, I'm not going to get into it. There's a podcast I did on children. Uh, I do a free youth meta-healing meditation uh, on that, by the way. So uh, it's part of that package. You can take a look at, say, the physics on how child uh, children grow into adults and how to remove, say, the distortions of the family. Um, so as a child, you know, you're very flexible. When you're younger, zero to seven, you're very fluid, you're very dynamic, right? You see the possibilities of what could be. When you go from seven to puberty, you know, you, you start to gel into your habits or family structure. When you're from puberty to 18, 20, uh, what I talked about, you see you're getting pulled into the family value structure, you try to pull yourself out. So when you're a child, say before puberty or around puberty, you see the possibilities. It's like, God, this year, you know, with the magic of Santa Claus, you know, and all the festivities, all the rejoicing that should happen and all that. As a child, it's like, gosh, people, let's get our shit together and remove all the garbage so we can actually enjoy each other. Children are very brilliant at that. They see people at their highest possible self because they haven't gelled with their filters. And from that scenario, they have hope. They literally have hope. And it's like, damn, this is going to be different. This is where mom and dad get together. This is where, you know, all the parents, uh, I don't know, uncles, uh, brothers and sisters, we can get together and just put our shit aside and then get together and just see us for who we are because they're still seeing the grander version of who they could become but then as they age they see that dream fail so what do we do about all this no matter what age you're at I'll help you in the meta healing I'll help you go back in time to seeing the possibilities rather than obstructions that are in your way. Right? Bringing back, say, the magic of the holidays, not just for the holidays, but for the New Year's to help you, say, come into a higher standard or New Year's resolutions. We're going to be doing a special New Year's resolutions on proper goal setting, well, basically on why goal setting doesn't work and then how to do it properly so you can actually get results. So some of the tips for you, okay? uh, before you go into the holidays, define who you really are or who you really want to be. That's tip number one. Write it down if you need to, but define who you are right now. Okay? If you're broke, admit that you're dead broke. Okay? If you're a dickhead, admit that you're a dickhead. It just is. 
right? If you're abrasive, a lot of people tell you're abrasive. Well, that's probably an indication that you're abrasive. So again, write down all the stuff, all the incongruencies, all the weaknesses, all the whatever hate that you have for yourself, right? Or the disgust that you have, especially many women have that anyway. Just write it all down. The second step of that is the possibilities of what you could be. If you only had, say, uh, unlimited credit card of possibilities, so it's not about value structure, it's not about monetary structure. If you could redesign your life the way it could be, if you would have had the perfect childhood the way it could have been, what would have happened to you? What would the possibilities be for you right here, right now? I know it sounds strange. It sounds, God, shit, that's even more depressing. Okay? But it's not. I'll help you during the meta-healing. Embed that into you. Okay? The third tip is to be your best possible self through that value structure. So when you walk into the holidays, when you walk in, meet and greet your family, you see your old value structure, right? Because that's when you're going to meet and greet. Those old value structures come. Then what you do is associated with your new value structure. And again, it's not a judgment call. If you have a judgment call, it's okay. Note that you're judging. But just note the possibilities. That's what kids do. I just talked about that, right? The possibilities are still open to them. During the meta healing, I'll help you open up the possibilities so it's more realistic to you. Right now, some of you listening go, God, I can't do that. That'll just bring up a lot of memories and so on like that. Okay? If you listen to the meta healings, yes, it'll bring up those memories to help you overcome them, strengthen them, release them. The best present you could ever give to yourself, and it's free. So again, the first step is notice all... Say the distortions that you are. Second step, the possibilities of what you could be. Right? Third step, as you enter, say, the family circle, whether it's online, whether it's in person, as you go through the holidays, banquets, uh, loved ones, uh, company parties, friends, whatever it might be, instead of operating from your old self and then reflecting that, so it's a mirror, it's a recycled mirror. Your family reflects who you've become. You reflect. So it just keeps creating a positive loop. So when you start to think differently, right, you break that loop. So when you go and hug, say, your mom and dad or whoever, and it brings you back to the time that you left, right? say you're 40, 50, and you go back to your family house, family get-together, again, it takes you back to that time that you left. Well, as it takes you back to that time that you left, instead of going, oh shit, here we go again, with EI, it allows you to utilize the youthful state and then prevent all the baggage that you've accumulated since that youthful state and then where you are now. I know it sounds strange. Don't worry about the science behind it. Don't worry about, it can't happen, that's bullshit. I've helped, I don't know, close to 100,000 people transform their lives 
the science behind it. It's rock solid. You don't have to know the science. Take about 10-15 minutes on the free mana healing. See if it works out for you. Simple as that. Okay. So, uh, the truth is in the bottom line. So, so that's three. Um, number four. When stress values on, say, money come through, or buying gifts that just don't feel right, well, one, just don't buy the gift. Just be true to yourself. Because when you're handing that gift to that somebody, it doesn't do them any good. Because if you could see the frequencies under, say, I don't know, a certain type of goggle, okay, stress goggles, all that all that resentment, all that whatever that's laced on that gift, if you could see, it'd be horrendous. So it's not even the gift that you're sending, it's the frequencies that you're giving to that person. Even if it's the coolest gift, and even if they wanted it, it would have no, it would have the same value to them as the stress frequencies of not wanting to give it to them. So do yourself a favor, do them a favor. Not get a gift, say, hey, you know what? Um, it just didn't feel right for me. Right? I want to be as honest as I can coming into the new year. Uh, I didn't get a gift for you. And it really breaks the pattern. And then they start to go, oh. And it's not like because I hate you or I didn't like you. So it's like I, I just I want to be honest. I just didn't get a gift for you. It's not that you forgot about them. You might have to write it out in a card and give it to them. But then it breaks that pattern of the family cycle. So you're giving the best gift possible. You're being honest. Honesty is always the best, best gift. Right? It might not be the best at the moment. Later on, as they ponder on it, it strikes them. It wakens them and go, damn. And you'll find, like other people have tried it, you'll find that they actually respect you afterwards. Especially when the holidays are over. It's like, damn, that guy, that, they've really grown. You're moving away, you're breaking that family pattern, not only for you, but for them. Uh, where were we? One, two, three, four, five. Number five is no matter what you're going through, Anchor something within your body. You could use your whole body, but that might be too tough for people. Uh, anchor, say notice, so what anchor means is that you would, um, say notice, for, for most people, notice your lower back, okay, or your hips, the bone structure of your hips, your lower back, or any other place, I'm just giving you a general. Uh, but again, for most people, notice your hip structure or the, your groin area. Pay attention to your groin area as you talk to people around you, the parties, celebrations, while you're going to stores. Um, you know, I was just at Whole Foods. You know, normal day at Whole Foods, people are okay, people are friendly. No, not at all. During the holidays, people were stressed out. They were getting mad at each other. They were getting mad at other people. You know, they were anxious and so on like that. And there's no reason for that. It's just because they're out of balance, out of center. You could enjoy this process. It doesn't have to be that way. Again, to enjoy the process, even if it's you know horrendous process, you hate to go through 
what happens is that you focus in on the groin area and you go through to so always be mindful of your groin area whatever that you're doing I know it sounds strange especially if you're new just give it a try right? that's all I'm asking give it a try see if it works if it doesn't work fine got nothing to lose if it does work well you have a great holiday simple as that as you go through as you center and all the distortions around you it centers you even more you'll see that there's a separation of the stress and anxiety no matter where or who it comes from it reflects back on who you are it defines who you are at a deeper level even helping you remove some of the stuff that you've wanted to remove when you were a younger kid because you go shit I'm like them I don't want to be like that and it wakes you up and then you're not like that for some people it's literally that fast especially with the meta healing that we're going to do in just a few minutes I believe that's about five tips um, anything else I think we're good again whether you believe it or not whether you knew or not uh, the logistics the physics behind it works work for hundreds of thousands it'll work for you uh, one more thing uh, people who've gone through EI whether it's up recent or throughout the years with me uh, many of you acknowledge this process so that's fantastic for you especially those who have done the human reset that we're going to do in February uh, a new way a whole different way of goal setting called human reset 2020 it's the fastest way to transform your life health wealth relationships again at your core level not at a surface level so really getting your results so we're going to be doing that fairly for those people who just did it are into it for you you're going to go into your family and you're going to confirm the deletions all the changes that you've made you're going to see yourself very different than the family so a good number of you go I don't even belong to this family because at your DNA level say at your core level programming you don't you've totally changed how you resonate from your family so when you go through that process uh, don't shy away from the family okay? go into that family party and then acknowledge it's like yep I had Uncle Harry's heart issues uh, I don't want to have that as an age I have mom's so-and-so stress anxiety you know relationship patterns uh, nope uh, I release that pattern right so just keep confirming the deletions and going yep this is the new design for me this is the new human design that I want I want to keep it thank you so it's just confirming all those things that you've deleted because you get to see it clearly in somebody else right? so as we end I invite you to uh, get on moss-sajati.com forward slash stress-free holidays so that's M-A-S dash S-A-J-A-D-Y dot com forward slash stress-free holidays as we end as always notice what you notice and then notice the details of what you're noticing have a fantastic holiday